0: 2-0, Raider Nation. That is the only number that matters right now. The Las Vegas Raiders are 2-0. What's going on, Raider Nation? Today is Saturday, September 26, 2020, and this is the Angry Raider Podcast. Thank you very much for joining me. I am the host, Eric the Angry Raider. And yes, the Las Vegas Raiders, uh, despite my predictions of the Saints uh, beating the Raiders, the Raiders went out and handled the... Uh, the new orleans saints on monday night football and beat them 34 24 and what a great game it was i was actually kind of mad i didn't get a chance to stay up and watch it so it was monday night football so for me it's tuesday morning football because i live here in italy uh, i was about a six hour time difference from me and the east coast so the game kicked off at about 2:15 tuesday morning and i am a grown-up i have a real grown-up job and i can't just uh stay up till two o'clock in the morning and watch a football game i got a actual career they got to worry about, the family to feed. And so I woke up at about five o'clock to get ready for work. And I went on NFL game pass to watch the game from the beginning. And as I was getting ready, the Raiders went down 10, nothing. And then they were putting the ball away after their second drive. And I was so mad because I've seen this, I've seen this game happen so many times where the Raiders get down by two scores and they just collapse and fold and let the and let the other team just run roughshod right over them. And so I skipped ahead and went to the live feed to see what the damage was. And right when I went to live feed, Daniel Carlson hit his 54-yard field goal. What a great season he's having so far for the Raiders right now. And I believe he – yeah, also this week he had a a daughter born. I think it was a daughter. It might have been a son. Anyway, he had a child born this week, and so that's really great for him. Oh, what a great win that was. I've never been so happy to be so wrong. And I got a chance to, if you listen to my Saints and Raiders preview, you talk to, and we were talking to Cameron. I got to rub it into Cameron a little bit. Not too much because it's not like I picked the Raiders to win. And so, ah, oh man, again, I've never been so happy to be so wrong. So, but we got to move on. Because as Derek Carr said after the uh, post-game interview, that Bill Belichick had already had one day up on him and that the Raiders got to get to work and get prepared for Sunday. Really great to see that kind of focus uh, coming from Derek Carr. One thing I think he's definitely, as he's now uh, been in in the league for seven years and been in the Raiders organization for seven years, he has moved on from a people pleaser who is a leader as a rah-rah guy to a this is what's going to happen. I'm in charge. Follow my lead. If you don't, get the hell out. Very much, uh, the guy's doing uh, really, really well. Uh, and I thought, I thought he played excellent on Sunday. He missed a couple plays. Like I said, he is a franchise quarterback. He is a very good quarterback. He's not elite. If he made a couple of those plays, he added Henry Ruggs wide open. It would have been an easy touchdown if he was able to connect with him. When he starts making those plays, he will be elite if he starts making those plays. Uh, so we'll be – We'll have to that's one thing that we'll have to keep an eye on, and if he'll be able to do that to the Patriots. So I'm gonna step away here for just a second. When I come back, we will we will preview the Patriots and the Raiders and see how that see how that game is gonna go. All right, so stick around, guys. We'll get to that in just a minute here. Okay, Raider Nation, we are back, and so now we'll get into the part of the show where we're previewing week three between the Raiders and the Patriots. So, like we did in week two. I wanted to interview a Patriots fan. And the other problem is, is uh, whereas Cameron is a good friend of mine, and I was able to interview him for the Saints, is because I am pure of heart and, and an all-around decent human being, none of my friends are Patriots fans. But the Internet being the wonderful thing that it is, you can find anything you want to on, on the Internet, including a Patriots fan who wants to talk to you about the about the week uh, about the matchup so thank you very much for joining me tim how you doing buddy well after that fine introduction thank you uh,
1: <laughs> i'm doing well and we we, we embrace our uh, uh the hatred of the nfl as a <laughs>
0: thank you for that yeah the patriots you know they're they've kind of taken the place of the both the cowboys and the raiders as, as probably the most hated uh team in the in the nation right now so you got it you just got to roll into it yeah, no, it's we uh, it, you know we used
1: to be the hapless franchise, so it's uh, <laughs> it's been an amazing run for sure.
0: Yeah, it's... and you know Belichick, uh, he, he
1: he he has some tricks up his sleeves that not everybody's a fan of. So I think it's
0: well earned. Exactly, and I'm pretty sure he you know makes small small animal sacrifices before every game, you know. So... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so but yeah, it's been one heck of a run. I mean, I was looking into it. Basically, the Patriots have been like in, at least in the AFC Championship game for. Shit, how long now? How many years straight has that been?
1: Uh, yeah, they had a run there, I think, of six or seven years. I think they right. They've been to
0: nine Super Bowls, which is crazy. Yeah. I think they said at one point Brady had been to the Super Bowl half of the years he's been in the league, which is insane. Yeah, it it's absolutely insane. Like I remember one time me and my friends were watching I think it was like the twenty seventeen playoffs, and the uh, it was when the Patriots came back and beat the Jaguars. Uh, to get to the Super Bowl. And I was just like, man, why the hell do we even watch the NFL now? Is it just to see who the Patriots have to beat to to win the damn thing? And So it was really, really frustrating. But, you know, they've obviously been on a really, really great tear the, uh, the last couple of decades. So uh, just remember, it all started with a fumble that for some reason was not called a fumble. But Well,
1: I, I, I was hoping you bring that up. Because <laughs> we don't call it the tuck game. We call it
0: no <laughs> <laughs> yeah we definitely call it the uh, the tuck bowl and uh basically the all, all sorts of horrible things i'd like to say that we that we're a mature fan base that we've moved on from it but um, we, we totally haven't but well uh when my kids were little i, I went took them to a raiders game
1: and uh, i have a picture of my four-year-old daughter being held by a couple of skeletons in a black holes so that was a, a great event <laughs>
0: that's pretty cool that's right. You oh, yeah. live you you actually live um pretty close to Oakland, don't you? Yeah.
1: Yeah, you're you're really so, pi- yep.
0: you're really pissing off like all the listeners right now. So, good job. Good job, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> Patriots thank fan who you. lives outside of Oakland. The good news is though uh it's it's just a little a little podcast and so literally you've pissed off maybe dozens of people, you know, so <laughs> <laughs> Hey,
1: Every everyone counts, so the more we can
0: reach, the better. <laughs> exactly. So, well, hey, man, thanks a lot for joining us, so let's get right into it. All right, so, of course, the biggest news of the offseason, uh, especially for the Patriots, was Tom Brady uh, moving on to Tampa Bay. So, as a, for, for yourself, um, do you think that – you know, what's, what's kind of your whole take about uh, Tom Brady moving on? You know, do you wish that he stuck around for another season? Do you wish that the Patriots moved on from a little bit sooner? What are you thinking about it?
1: I mean, I thought I, thought I was ready. I think New England was ready for Brady to retire. I think that's what most people were hoping. But it was, yeah, it was time. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, even if we hadn't picked up Newton and we were going to roll with Stidham, I think the fan base was ready for a change. It, mm-hmm. was, it just looked like last season was miserable for all of them.
0: Yeah, you guys go twelve and four. That's a really miserable season, man. My goodness. (laughs) When you
1: watch the Patriots every week and you watch Brady, and uh, you can
0: see that he he was so angry at the end, and uh, and there was a lot of rumors about him and Belichick really struggling. So I think there's probably truth to that. Yeah, definitely. You know, everyone talks about the divorce between uh, Belichick and Tom Brady, and you know, when you're anytime you're with somebody for twenty years you know it's it's going to put a huge strain on on something like that and especially because belichick it, it seems like he uh runs a very tight ship doesn't really have a whole lot of fun or anything like that and so a lot of people, you know a lot of uh, new england fan or excuse me a lot of new england players uh, it seems like they've talked about that when they get away from new england they're like holy shit!" you know we can have a little bit of fun we can uh chill out a little bit whereas belichick isn't really about that yeah, it's really. I I actually thought that if it, if Brady balanced
1: out Belichick, and I think he took oh, yeah. Brady, he took Belichick's hard coaching, and then he brought so much passion on uh, the other side of it that without Brady, even if Belichick was the same successful coach, I think uh, his players would have hated him. So.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, it definitely was one hell of a run, and even with. Uh... The early results so far for this season is that uh, Belichick isn't done, so things are looking pretty good. Um, what do you thinking? What do you think about uh, Cam Newton? Like, when you guys signed him, were you? What were you thinking about that? And as you watched him the first two two games, uh, what are your overall impressions? Well, I thought the signing was great. What's to lose at a minimum salary? Bringing in yeah. a
1: former MVP, so he had nothing left. But Belichick would have thrown him aside. So that, the signing was brilliant. And then uh, what can you say about the first two weeks? they, they looks like, uh, they're, they're, you know, that's one of Belichick's great strategies. He picks up these discarded players and mm-hmm. they come for a year with everything to prove. So uh, he's been amazing. I, I, I don't remember throwing the ball as well as he did last week against Seattle. That was pretty impressive.
0: You know, one of the guys that I listen to is uh, Colin Coward, which, you know, you got to take what he says with a grain of sand, you know, just like you have to do with anybody else. But. Uh, you know, he, he brought up a pretty good point where he said that it really looks like Cam is really thriving with the structure of New England and Bill Belichick. And I think there's a lot, of, a lot of truth to that. You know, he's obviously a very talented, <clears throat> a very talented player with a lot of physical gifts and very smart, uh, very smart quarterback I as mean, you watch him with his decision-making process. And and so if he was able to buy into this, uh, to the thing with Bill Belichick, You know, we we all kind of knew that it would really work. It's just was the talent still there, and so far the talent is still definitely there. So,
1: yeah, I think uh, his flamboyant nature is a bit of a a camouflage because he he is all about football and he's got a big Mm -hmm. personality. But that's what you're seeing is he's a real student of the game, and he. So I I do think that uh, he's extremely coachable too, and uh, Mm -hmm. so he's been. uh, He's fun to watch. Uh, Not that I'm throwing a hundred four yard speed outs but it's, uh, it's been a, a different
0: offense for sure. yeah it really is I mean he's just an entirely different beast from Tom Brady you know he the guy trips and he picks up a first down you know being six foot six and things like that and and so it's it really I, I definitely know it's going to be a huge problem uh heading into this game you know as the Raiders match up against uh, against cam Newton Especially with the Raiders' middle linebacker, it's looking like he's not going to be able to play. I don't think it's been official. But, yeah, Nick Kwiatkowski, uh, Kwiatkowski uh, he hasn't been able to practice so far, so it looks like he's going to be out. And so that's definitely one thing that I'm really, really worried about. So you... – oh, go ahead. Oh, well, I was going to say, I think it's going to be a shootout.
1: You guys look – your offense looks fantastic against New Orleans. And uh, I think you have the recipe, uh, the perfect recipe to give the Patriots trouble
0: you know yeah as i was watching as i was watching the game um you know i was definitely really really excited about that because the first couple of drives we came out really really flat and so it was monday night football so really it was tuesday morning football for me as i live here in italy and so you know game started like two o'clock and so uh, i i woke up for work at like five o'clock and i started as i was getting ready for work i started watching it on nfl game pass and when the Raiders went down ten nothing and then punted the ball away for a second time, I was like, "Ah, damn it! Screw this!" You know, it's just I was just so mad and just knew that, just knew that this whole thing was going to spiral out of control. So I just fast forward to the end, like, "Damn, let's just see what the what the damage is." And then right, I fast-forwarded uh, to live to the live uh, part of the game, and that's just when Daniel Carlson made that field goal to go up ten. I was like, son of a bitch, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: I- You've seen that game for how many years in a row where they get down ten, they're done. But not yeah. this year, they, yeah, so they have the firepower finally.
0: Yeah, they definitely have a uh, have a brand new culture in there, um, and I think John Gruden and Mike Mayock, as they've been rebuilding this, they've definitely taken their criticisms and their lumps. But I think it's been working pretty good for them. So I'm really pleased with that.
1: Yeah, I wasn't sure if Gruden would be able to come back, but uh, I think all those years with the helped him uh, draw more plays. And, he, he looks. He looks like he's got a, a good offense working.
0: Yeah, definitely. He was able to talk and have meetings with so many different uh, coaches during the whole thing, and of course, he had the Fire Football Coaches of America Association out there in uh, over in Florida that he was running there for a long time. Just a little side gig that he was doing. But yeah, you know, definitely the first year there's a there's a little bit of a learning curve. You know, kind of like when you go away for vacation. And you come back to work and you know the first day you're a little rusty, maybe a little foggy headed from it. Uh, but definitely by by last season it was you could tell that um that he was back in coaching form. So it's been it's been pretty good. Overall I think Radio Nation has had their doubts and their concerns, but overall I think it's been pretty good. If nothing else, we gotta keep
1: bringing them back for hot dogs. So, <laughs> you
0: know, knock, on, knock on wood
1: if you're with me. Oh hell yeah,
0: knock on wood all day. I love it. <laughs> I really enjoyed that. It was really cool. That's definitely, definitely. And uh, if there's ever a person that you want to see on hard knocks, I mean, definitely John Gruden. And honestly, Bill Belichick would be a lot of fun just watching him giving his, uh, you know, short little answers and avoiding the cameras all, all the entire (laughs) time. It'd be really, really great.
1: That's performance art. uh, (laughs) His press conferences are fantastic. I mean, on to Cincinnati is now a common phrase. So that was Fantastic, and, and Antonio <laughs> Brown on Hard Knocks—you can't beat
0: that either. Oh, uh, it was—it was something else, especially with all the drama that they had going on last year. But anyway, so, um, so you watched the Monday Night Football game, and um, obviously very impressed with the Raiders, and why wouldn't you be? <laughs> but so, is there is there a matchup like with a position group or a certain player that you're looking at that you're like, oh damn, we're gonna have, we're gonna be able to exploit that and really, really do well. <laughs> You mean for the Patriots to exploit on the Raiders? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I think
1: uh, I think you, you're going to see the uh, option run game for sure. Cause, okay. Like, they don't look too stout against the run, so I think you're going to get that out of the gate. And then if, uh, the, if they can't stop it, they'll get it all game long. So that you know, without your linebackers, and if they haven't seen a lot of, I guess they played Mahomes the enough to see an option offense, but I think mm-hmm. that's how they're going to come out of the tag. They, they won't throw it early.
0: Yeah, that's uh, that's kind of what I was looking at. That the, you know, the uh, the run game hasn't really been the run defense really hasn't been very good. Um, the apologist in me wants to say, well, Christian McCaffrey and Alvin Kamara are going to do that, but at the same time, you know, it doesn't matter who you're going up against. Uh, you got to uh, just come in and be able to stop the run, which the Reds were able to do really, really well last year. But yeah, it's been pretty slow this year. It seems like uh, all the defenses throughout the NFL. Have kind of have been a step behind the offenses, mostly. I think mostly because of COVID, but, but yeah. So was there? Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say, and your are those
1: rookie safeties back there, because I uh, they see, it was they, we saw a lot of your safeties up on uh, Monday Night Football, and uh, so I, I think they'll look. He's gonna look to attack those safeties too, uh, especially if they're overreact. Mm. That's his. That's his. Once he'll go from the run game, and then he'll try and get those safeties.
0: All right. Yeah, so hopefully Jonathan Abram and Eric Harris are up to that. Eric Harris hasn't been very good this season so far, so but hopefully he'll be able to figure things out. So, what about was there was there a position group that or a matchup that made you worried as you're watching? Like, oh crap, that's gonna be that's gonna be handful for us on Sunday.
1: Well, I'll tell you how to beat the Patriots, and it look no further than when he plays his former assistants and players, they all know the formula, and that is if you. Are patient and throw to your backs and tight ends. You will, you can. They will not be able to stop you. So that you have an excellent chance if Jacobs and Waller have a great game. That is the way to attack the Patriots. If you try and go deep, you're going to be sorry,
0: usually, except mm-hmm. so unless you're Russell
1: Wilson and you can just throw him out there.
0: Yeah. So that's really good news for the Raiders. I mean, one of the biggest knocks on Derek Carr is uh, how often he checks down to his tight ends or to his his backs and everything, but. But yeah, so if that's the way to beat the Patriots, then hell yeah, Derek Carr is there. He's our man. Let's do this. All right.
1: <laughs> what do you think of Derek Carr? Is he? Is he? Where would you put him? Uh, there's games and there's games where you think, man, he's every bit as good as everybody else, and then mm-hmm. you see a little bit of that checkdown out of him. So, uh, what's Raider Nation feel about Derek Carr?
0: So Raider Nation is so damn divided on him. It is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, you got some people who think that he is a really, really great quarterback, and you got some people who think that, you know, the Raiders need to move on from him. And it doesn't matter who they get, anybody's going to be better than Derek Carr because he's just so, so bad. It's it's actually quite hilarious. If you ever get on, like, uh, Twitter and and uh, get on, talk to uh, Red Nation and follow the debate about it, it is absolutely 100% toxic. I mean, it is almost as bad as talking politics on there, it is absolutely ridiculous, but I mean, my my whole stance on Derek Carr, it's been pretty pretty consistent. Uh, I've made like a couple of episodes about it actually. Uh, my my whole thing is that I know he's not elite, but I do know that he's very good, and I recognize that he is a franchise quarterback. Pre snap, he's one of the he is one of the best quarterbacks. Pre snap, he is very good at reading the defense and figuring out what the defense is going to do. Uh, he is very very effective against blitzes. That's one thing that one of the reasons he was so effective Monday night football was because the saints kept blitzing him and he is so very good at reading those and knowing where to go with, uh, on how to pick, how to adjust the protection to pick up the blitz and where to go, where the hole in the coverage is going to be in the blitz. So he definitely is a franchise quarterback and he will have elite moments, even elite games and possibly even elite seasons from time to time. Although we haven't seen one of those in a long time. Uh, but he, he still misses things like even against the saints, there was a um, one of the first, I think it was the first or second series. He, there was a play where he had, um, I think it was second and 10 and he had Henry Ruggs uh, wide open and all he had to do was hit him and Ruggs would have been able to just walk into the end zone. And for whatever reason, he didn't pull the trigger. So, there's definitely things where he's still missing it. But, overall, he played a, he played a hell of a game. Uh, The first, first two games he played really well. So, I definitely know he's a franchise quarterback and definitely you can win with him, but there is, I guess I'd say there is room for improvement as always.
1: Well, I think that's the matchup. That's the one I'm most curious about. They said it last week on the, on the Raider game. The announcer said he's the best pre-snap, one of the best pre-snap quarterbacks in the league. Yeah. He has trouble processing if this is what the announcer said after the snap. And so if Belichick is going to try and show him one thing and then move into something else after the snap of the ball, so that they, I think you'll be able to see early in the game if if Carr is holding that ball, it means Belichick's in his head. But if he's making that clean read, but that's what Belichick will try and do: is show him one and then flip to another right after the snap.
0: Absolutely. So it'll definitely be something to keep an eye on. Um, it's one thing I, I will say that Derek Carr has gotten. Uh, has gotten a lot better with with John Gruden, although the stats really haven't been there. Um, well, they, like the yards and the completions have been there as he's been coached by John Gruden, but maybe like the touchdowns haven't been there. But definitely the offense is heading in the right direction, and now they got some really good weapons for him. And even like a lot of people criticize the Henry Ruggs uh, draft pick, you know, think thing that we should have gone with like CeeDee Lamb or Jerry Judy. And a lot of people just look at that and go, oh, it's just like when they, when they drafted Darius Hayward Bay. You know, all they wanted was a speedster. But Henry Ruggs is much, much more than just a speedster of a wide receiver. You know, he is, he is very good at tracking the ball. He's very He runs very good routes. Not as good as, as like, Jerry Judy, but his route running is very, very good. I mean, the guy, and he has great hands. The guy overall is a really good wide receiver. And I see Derek Carr taking chances and trying to connect with him. And uh, I think he's going to start landing a few of those, and once he does, this offense is really going to take off and be something uh, something that that just keeps the defensive coordinators up at night. So I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, it should be a great game. And I guess, since we're talking receivers,
1: this would be a good time to thank you for Randy Moss a couple of years ago. <laughs> hey,
0: <laughs> hey, he he was never a Raider. All right, we're just we're just uh, over overlooking that, <laughs> but. <laughs>
1: He got a, he got a, he had two nice years of getting paid though. Uh, in the yeah, definitely. Yeah,
0: he was. You know, and there, he
1: ultimately got shipped out of New England too, so he didn't stay long. Uh, that's that's.
0: Oh yeah. There's a so there's a popular saying: once a Raider, always a Raider. But um, a lot of Raider Nation says, well, yeah, once a Raider, always a Raider, except Randy Moss. Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> and now oh, no. also uh, there's two other people involved with that: uh, Jamarcus Russell. And yeah. and now Antonio Brown, so all the fun that that, that has been uh, recently.
1: Yeah, I was going to ask you at the opening of the call if if you had your purple fizz going
0: in honor. Of- <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we 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 try to forget about that. It's um, they, you know, it really set the uh, set the franchise back a couple a couple of years. Everything, ah, uh, it's been. Yeah, that one's been been really, really great. But, you know, I will say this for Al Davis uh, for selecting him, is that a lot of the uh, draft experts, they were they were all sold. A lot of them were sold on him as well. You know, some people saying that he had, like, the best pro day of any prospect that they've ever seen, and that he uh, – tons of people were saying that they would take him number one overall. You know, in hindsight, obviously, you want to go back and take Calvin Johnson or Adrian Peterson. Uh, but the Raiders definitely needed a quarterback, and – and actually, no quarterback from that draft season ever did anything good. I think Kevin Cobb was the other quarterback taken that had any kind of notable uh, career that that happened, and he didn't really do a whole lot outside of Philadelphia. So, well, you
1: know, so much of the quarterback selection it seems to be art more than science. I mean, look at Brady, a 6 round pick. I don't know if you're old enough, but if you remember
0: back when Peyton Manning and Ryan Leaf were coming out together, yeah, and they could not decide. Right and there was a big debate
1: and everybody said you couldn't go wrong. A lot of people wanted leave and we know how that turned out. So Yeah, definitely. It, Jamarcus he had all the talent. He just he just he got paid and he didn't have the drive, I think.
0: Oh yeah. He he definitely did and it's been very well documented. So but uh but yeah, so now we got Derek Carr for better or for worse and overall I think he's doing I think he's doing a really, really great job. Uh he's sometime this season he's gonna take the uh, franchise record for uh, for uh, passing touchdowns. He already has it for passing yards and things like that. So uh, I think he's really good. I've always thought Derek's car been very good. He's tough, you know, mm-hmm. he has great arm
1: and he, he's a gamer. So uh, I I agree. Uh, I, I'm very, I think this game's uh, I, I think the 5 and a half spread is a little too high, but I'd take the over.
0: You take the over? Doubt. What is the over yeah, under?
1: I, I think it's around. It's 47.
0: 47? Yeah, i take that. Yeah. i take the over.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't
0: see
1: either team slowing each other down, so it should be good. Although you're playing at Fox bro, so you can expect your
0: headsets not to work. <laughs> <point>. <laughs> exactly, something like that. Oh man, and maybe some, like some cancers of COVID, you know, in our locked room or something like that. Oh, just yeah. something. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's. I'll so thought of that yet? That's a good one. So of, of all the, of all the different. Uh, we'll call them the the gates that have come out of New England. You know, like the, the flake Gate, the spy gate. Which one did, Which one's been your favorite?
1: Oh, geez. Well, I think I think the flake Gate was was amazing, just because of you know when Bill Nye starts talking about your football team, <laughs> I mean, it, it is noteworthy. <laughs> and uh, so, it, I mean, it, it was just, just fascinating. Uh, the, the way, that was amazing, and then the fact that you know he got suspended and came back and won the Super Bowl and made hand handing the trophy the of i mean that we've, we've been living a dream here
0: that was amazing so <laughs> yeah i remember that i remember just um that was when uh garoppolo came in and then uh, uh brissette had to take garoppolo's right. spot after he got injured and then uh yeah tom Brady was just on the mission for the rest of this like okay if you know fuck me okay fuck you guys i'm gonna yeah, that's he what, just yeah. came out, just laser focus. It was, it was really. We called it the "fuck
1: you" tour. Yeah,
0: yeah. It was great. It was great. Yeah, oh, it was really great. So speaking of, so do you think he?
1: Uh, do you think he deflated footballs?
0: You know, honestly, I couldn't care less either way. I mean, yeah, you know yeah, the yeah. the uh, if they gave him the opportunity to deflate the footballs, then the NFL is is screwing that up because there there's no way that 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 should even be possible. So, you know, if he right. If he did do it, you know, hey, good, good on him. You got to wait for it for a couple of years, and it helped you win. And if you didn't do it, then you know it was just uh, you know, just one more thing that people don't understand, and and uh, just one more, one more bad mark for the NFL.
1: There's a saying in New England that's attributed to Belichick, which I can't prove is true, but for years uh, he was always quoted supposedly as saying, "If you're not cheating, you're not trying."
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely, and uh, that that definitely goes for for Bill Belichick as well. Uh, my, I think my favorite was the Spygate, where he had uh, cameras. I think he was filming. Was it the Jets? He was filming like the Jets practices or something like that back in.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, cause, right, because Mangini, who was his defensive coordinator, uh, was then the head coach the next year in, in New York, and he rattled him out. That's right.
0: <laughs> oh man, that's so. Yeah, there's been all sorts all sorts of scandals coming out. Of New England, it's been a lot of fun to watch. So, all right, so here we go. Gun to your head. What is your prediction for for the game?
1: I think you're going to see a shootout. Uh, I like uh, the Pats in a close game, uh, mm-hmm. so uh, I say it's going to be something like 31-27. Uh, I take the Patriots.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: And, and I'll, I'll, if we win, I'll be on. You'll find me on the Raider websites next week.
0: So <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. You know. So I hate to do this, but for the second week in a row, I got to pick against the Raiders. Um, I think if they, yeah, I picked I, I picked the Saints and you know, so that didn't work out too well. You know, what the hell do I know? But um, I definitely think that if the, I do think that the Raiders can win this game. And if it was in Las Vegas, I'd feel a lot better about it. Uh, but I think overall that the uh, that the Patriots will win. If the Raiders do win, then obviously I'm all on board for that the Raiders are gonna have a great season. We'll make the playoffs. You know, but I gotta see it before before it happens. Um so I, I honestly hate picking against the Raiders, but I don't wanna be a homer. I don't wanna be a Raider fanboy or anything like that. The Raiders have plenty of fanboys and homers who just say, Oh yeah, no matter what, you know, we're gonna go nineteen 0 every every year so it's just
1: same people
0: that hate Derek Carr, probably. Yeah. Oh, man, exactly. You know, so it's it's absolutely ridiculous. And and what's even funnier is now that the Raiders have won the first two games and Derek Carr played well, you know, they're all coming back like, oh, right, Derek Carr's doing awesome. I'm so glad I'm wrong. Like, he's so, so elite. Like, whoa, 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 you're overcorrecting now. He's doing a very good job. He's playing very well, but he's he's not elite. So it is just so damn funny. Raider Nation is not the smartest of fan bases. I'll, I'll go on record saying that. We are, we are definitely fun. Well, when I, We're definitely fun and entertaining, but man, it is, it is not the most intelligent.
1: When I took my kids to the Coliseum to see the Raiders game, I, I told everybody my kids got a, 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 an education in due process of the law. So saw, <laughs> saw plenty of people being read their rights. And, uh, and, uh, Oh my goodness. That is
0: awesome. (laughs) Yeah, you want a civics lesson? Go to a Raiders game. You'll learn all about our judicial system. (laughs) What are they doing, Dad? Well, he has the right to remain silent (laughs) here. And
1: uh, probably shouldn't say anything at this point.
0: Oh my goodness. That was great. Yeah. Oh man, hopefully the games in Vegas will be a little more family friendly. Oh, dang.
1: Well, it's funny because, like I said, I took my girl down into the black hole, and uh, they were wonderful. Uh, They immediately got into it. You know, people crowded around for the picture. So, but yeah, we saw. You know, and I I assume you've been to a Raiders game in the Coliseum. When's the last time you went to a game? It's probably been
0: years. Actually, I've never, I never got a chance to get to one to Coliseum. I moved away from California (laughs) when I was pretty young, and I was never able to go to one. I've been to two games. Raiders lost both of them. Uh, I went to one game in Arizona when I was living there. Back in 2010, that's the game Janikowski missed like three field goals, including like a 30- 30. Yeah, and then um, in 2017, uh, the Raiders started two and zero. Me and a buddy went up. We were living in North Carolina, stationed over there in Fort Bragg. We went up to Washington to see them play the Redskins, and yeah, that game was absolute disaster. That was the famous game where the NFL was protesting Donald Trump, and Derek Carr didn't wouldn't take a knee wouldn't kneel, and. Uh, I think- so, yeah, I was at that game. The uh, uh, well, and I
1: ask because the you go to the Coliseum and there's a, a, a haze that hangs over the stadium. Uh, uh, of of uh, it smells mm. very uh, pungent, as you might imagine. So there was you get that crowd too. <laughs> um, can I ask you? You don't have to answer this, but just because you brought it up, uh, uh, I mean, how does the military feel about people taking a date? is that is that a sign of disrespect or do you understand
0: um so overall i mean you know i mean different people have different uh different views on it overall in the military we we kind of see it as you know it's it's your right to to do what you want you know we're we're not going to tell you that you have to stand and everything like that i'm i'm certainly not going to virtue signal and tell anybody that oh you need to stand because of this and this you know the military is on a volunteer basis and so You know if guys are joining you know just to tell people that they need to respect the flag and respect the flag as as they see fit and not as you know every other everybody else sees fit you know i see that as kind of it's kind of a little uh i don't know a little a little messed up and so uh for me and most of our people we uh we say that uh it's their right and we defend their right to the freedom of speech and the freedom to express themselves so it works all pretty good. Well, hey, we got to take a real quick break. Um, and we'll be back here in just a second with Tim. And we'll wrap up this episode. Stick around, people. All right, Radio Nation, we are back here with Tim. And so, uh, Tim, thanks a lot here for joining us. So before uh, before we sign up and uh, sign out and wrap up this episode, I just want to go over uh, just, just this one last thing. So the AFC East is obviously in a lot of flux right now. A lot of people saying that the New England Patriots, who have just owned the AFC East for the better part of the last two decades, uh, that they're not going to win it this year. It's probably going to go to the the Bills. And then you got the Dolphins coming up with Tua Tonga Viola and expecting him to turn that franchise around. And with the Patriots kind of in flux right now with Cam Newton, it seems like the moment is ripe. So, Tim, here, I want to give you your chance as a Patriots fan (laughs) to tell – to tell everybody why the AFC East is still owned by the Patriots. I'll give you one minute for that, man. Go ahead.
1: Well, I think, uh, I mean, I'm not even going to discuss the Jets, so we're just going to move right past that <laughs> if anybody okay. thinks. So, yeah, let's we'll, we'll move on. I, Miami, until we see Tua, that's a lost season for them. They're rebuilding. So really, it just comes down to the Bills. And I'm, you know, until Josh Allen can actually beat the Patriots, I think he's 0-4, uh, I, then I think it still goes through New England. And uh, well, the first couple games with Buffalo was going to tell you a lot, but I, I don't see it. I, don't, I think Dolichek's got Josh Allen's the number and, and Cam Newton equals the score. So I, I like it for one more year and then we'll, we'll see what happens next year. But sorry, everyone. You know, <laughs> if you come for the King, you better get the King.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's, you know, before the season started, I was definitely thinking that the Patriots were going to go something like five and 11 or six and 10 and they've come out, they've really come out swinging. Um, and it wasn't just because Tom Brady moved on. You know, I think you guys had like six players that opted out because of COVID and things like that, and high-profile players like uh, Dante Hightower and th- and guys like him. But I mean, Bill Belichick has had that team on point and and going, so it's been really, really impressive to watch. Yeah, we lost all our linebackers, so that's why
1: if the Raiders do the, they shouldn't throw more than a four-yard pass coming up. And I like their chances if they stick to short passing. Well, we shall see. Uh, I just
0: want to say thank you very much for having me on. It's been a real pleasure. Hey Tim, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, I appreciate you being patient and uh, working with me um, through this. It's, you know, we got a nine-hour time time zone difference, and so that's been a lot of fun to work through. But so I really appreciate it. So, <laughs> all right. So I'm sorry. Uh, rehashing, you were saying what it was going to be? Twenty-eight, twenty-four Patriots. Was that it? Uh, Thirty-one, twenty-seven. Thirty-one, twenty-seven. That was it. Okay. Let's see. Yeah, I'm. I think I'll go. I'll go 34 – I'll go 34-28 uh, Patriots I think. All right. We both like the over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I definitely think that's going to happen. Uh, the Raiders' defense hasn't been anything to talk about, and the Raiders' offense has been really good. So I think that's that's definitely the way it's going to go. So anyway, so that's their predictions. I hope for the second week in a row that I am wrong. And if I am, then, then I really should – and it's a good thing I don't do this for a career because – Damn, you know, I'll I'll stick, I'll definitely stick with my day job, so and just keep this as a hobby. But hey, well, I look forward to your, I look forward to your hot takes. That's how you, you hang in there. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Hey Tim, enjoy the game, man, and I will, thanks, uh, and I will wrap this up. I appreciate, it, man. Take care. All
1: right,
0: take care. Al. Thank you. Yeah, all right, see you, man. All right, so thanks for to Tim for joining us, and I think that was a really good interview. We'll be posting this up on on the internet for people to follow. So hopefully a lot of Patriots fans uh, get a chance to listen to this as well. And so uh, the game is Sunday. It'll be a 1 o'clock Eastern time start. I hope you guys all enjoy the game. Hey, guys, once a Raider, always a Raider. Take care.